Yo, only yesterday tangents, baby. What's up? What's up? What's good? What's cracking? What's popping? Um, again, we're taking a step away from the research this episode. Just kind of getting into something more. I I would say existential. Um, not yeah. to say that the research that we discuss isn't existential, but it's just kind of like something that's on our minds, pressing matters. Yes, and I'm tired. And my so. man's is tired. Work sucks, so. No, I feel you, bro. I'm tired, yeah. too. I have a fucking baby. That's another... That's like a part-time job. Yo, that's like a full-time job, family. Yeah. It, it, 24-7. Yeah. It, bro, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, so um, what are we discussing today, sir? We're what's, discussing what's kind of finding meaning uh, as an adult and just in general and like how to do... How we did that. Right. And like our development, like what we're supposed to be... Not supposed to be, but what people typically strive for right so like finding meaning in life or yeah like the things that people typically so it are we talking about like like social media influences like we're looking at this people or we're talking about like what is it that i strive for as a yeah, person personally to, like okay so we're gonna talk about the stage of, like the developmental stage eric erickson mm-hmm. um oh so it is gonna be some research based for those of you who are still listening tiny bit yeah, we got some freaking research yeah. in here. Let's go. So the stage is intimacy versus isolation. Mm-hmm. And he tip, he typified this by like the age of like 19 to age 40. Ooh, um, okay. So that's the early stage of adulthood in his mind because during that time, and this is generalized. This isn't everybody's case specifically because there's a lot of different types of experiences. But basically – you're seeking uh, intimacy, seeking love yes. um, to be able to continue the human race. Yes. And so I remembered hearing about this, right? And so now that I actually have my notes up in front of me, um, let's see, role, confusion, boom, intimacy, boom, intimacy versus isolation. Okay. So in my notes here, like um, it says during this stage, you know, one begins to form and explore relationships outside of those with family members. Right. Avoiding such relationships may lead to loneliness and isolation. Success during a stage can lead to the virtue of love. And so when I read that, um, I interpreted as um, not just the family members. Right. And again, not specifically um, emotional like relationship, like, mm-hmm. not necessarily emotional, like romantic relationship. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but friendships, like being vulnerable with people. Right. Like being able to say, hey, I can be intimate with this person and not feel like I'm you know, disrupting their way of life or they're disrupting mine or whatever the case. Uh-huh. But yeah, that that's the way I interpret it. But again, I, there's more than one way, right? Cause yeah. Eric Erickson specifically did mention romantic relationships. Yeah. But yeah, uh, intimacy as my man said is not just sexual or romantic, you know, it can also be with other people, you know, like family or friends or whatever. Um, and so during the stage, like as humans, I think we're programmed to want, those connections, like we're social creatures, mm-hmm. you know, the, some evidence shows that like we live shorter lives if we have less socialization. Right, right, right. You know? And so that's, that's true. Like I've heard stories about like, you know, feral individuals who are like out there in the woods fucking uh-huh. just holding it down. Like there was a guy who was, I don't know. I saw this picture. It was uh, he had never seen a woman before. And so wow, like, right. Just, and he was, I can't, I can't even remember how old he was. Like, the, the name of the guy is escaping me, but anyways, um, 
he was like some 30 something like wow. mid 30s um never seen a woman before was just in the woods teeth fucked up like but he he was able to survive yeah. and so that you know the intimacy versus isolation portion uh-huh. he wasn't able to develop that intimacy so it was just the isolation right yeah and so i wonder what what his thought process is when going throughout the day-to-day life right as we think about, hey, I want to hit up this friend or talk to this person. Or... Yeah, I, I don't know. That would be weird. Just, I bet. Um, he wouldn't have like uh, just, you said 30 years? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think he, he would have serious like trust issues. Hmm. Like uh, forming any attachment, like we talked about attachment last episode. Right, right. I think he'd have major problems. Like, so this week in my work, I've really focused on, um, it's called trauma-focused CBT. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's specifically for adolescents and children. Mm -hmm. It's um, kind of... good shit. Yes, it's an exposure-based therapy for trauma, and it helps also the caregiver. And so I've been studying that, and then I've been studying, like, attachment, you know, Mm -hmm. with parent-child interactive therapy, which is basically where you have a parent that's poorly like has a bad relationship with their kid or a poor attachment, you have the kid lead play sessions and the parent just follows and gives positive feedback or just reflects what's happening. Hmm. Okay. So that the kid can kind of bond with, um, yeah, with the child, you know, or the child can bond with the parents. Um, Mm. so yeah, that's kind of what I've been researching this week at work. Word. And how's that research been going for you? It's been going good. And mm. I think like, yeah, like the attachment, um, kind of the things that we form, um, it impacts us at every level. Yes. But yeah, I, um, I was working with a coworker who has a PhD mm-hmm. in uh, child like psychology. Right, right. And so they were saying like their, their um, specific research area is attachment okay and so they're like an expert in attachment oh okay yeah wait 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 wait. so this is the person that's going to be featuring on our episode no, no, oh no no another, another person this, yeah it's different um no this was just a coworker mm-hmm. who's profession who's like a an expert in um attachment theory and attachment and what that means and so we we're talking about how important like child caregiver attachment is Mm-hmm. And how it impacts us throughout, like, our whole lives, basically. And so I, I assume this person would feel, like, an immense amount of anxiety being around people. And then the guy that's in the woods. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Word, word, word. And have, like, severe attachment problems. Like. Yeah. And so. If, if they weren't raised by. If they weren't raised by, like, humans. Right. Which I don't know how that's possible. Right. And so I wonder, right, like what would, what is the mindset when you see, okay, like you, because I'm sure you had to have made contact with someone at some point, right? Like some, at some point, like but someone not. made contact and they're not attacking you. They're not trying to yeah. dissuade you. They're not trying to, you know, whatever. And I wonder what that moment was like, you know, like, okay, threat, but not a threat. Is there like a language that we can speak like at the, like that moment bro yeah i, I, I don't know it was like 
it was probably like approaching a feral animal hmm. in some hmm. aspects. Like if you're alone for that long with no caretaker. Right, right. Um, our attachment patterns are pretty hard to like change over the lifespan. Hmm. Like you can yeah. change them slowly. Right, right. But you're always going to be who you are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it takes a lot of work. And I mean. Yeah. And then that begs the question, right? Like if your attachment style isn't one that's like ultra detrimental to the well-being of yourself, but like it's still, you can still notice and, you know, see the issues. Do you believe it would be worth it to attempt to try to change the entire attachment style or just acknowledge one's own uh, quirks, foibles, as my therapist says, um, and, you know, address those. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, it would, it would be better just to work with this attachment style hmm. than against it and try and change. Right, right. Because the way to change it is through secure attachment to people, mm-hmm. forming bonds and stuff like that. And it's that it can happen, but it's, it's slow because it's a, it, a lot of trauma is involved. Right, right. And so. So that's why I say you work with it, find people that accept you for you and that provide what you need kind of thing. Do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so my man's talking about finding meaning. Um, I personally believe that the meaning in life or the meaning of life, right? From an individualistic standpoint. Oh, wait, were you going to say something? I'm just very interested in what you're saying all right word. so, so uh, i believe the meaning of life from an individualistic standpoint is <clears throat> to find meaning or to find purpose like there's people who and i mean in the least malicious way possible right like in the most introspective type of ways trying to find that meaning and so like if to you finding meaning is you know being engaged in agriculture like that's you know helping that's, feed people. That's my grandpa's. Like, that's what he's he's so he's like ninety two now. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps him alive. Like, right, right. right. <laughs> he smoked for like sixty years. You know, so that's what keeps him alive. Like, he's got all these, he's had all these problems, you know, and like, literally, the reason he's still alive is because he's worked every day. Mm-hmm. Yo, and that's that was him finding his meaning yeah. or his purpose or whatever, and so. For some people, it's to teach. For some people, it's to be a continuous student. Um, for some people, it's to be funny. For some people, it's to be funny. For some people, it make jokes, comedy. Um, for some people, it's military service. And so then we delve into, right, like morality, right? Like good versus evil, right? Like, so when is it one's meaning is to, okay, I just want to slaughter a million people. That's going to be my purpose in life. Like, that's not... I don't think <laughs> so. When I say like the least, do these malicious people way. drive Teslas? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they drive Teslas. Let's, but I'm sure. Say, let's been, say they do. There have been people who have slaughtered people who have never driven a Tesla, never even seen it. But a let, Tesla. let's just say there are. Te- this is Tesla drivers involved. Because let, let, let's just say that there might our roads might get a lot better. Let's just say that there might be someone who harbors these types of thoughts who also happens to drive a Tesla. Can we say that? Sure. Okay. Great. Um, so when I say like in the least malicious way possible, like I 
understand that there are some people who are just wanting to be cynical or nihilistic. Oh, or, I've, I've so I've worked with people who they just wanted to cause pain and suffering their whole life. Mm -hmm. And that was, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, that was scary. But I feel like that takes deeper introspection, right? Why is it that one wants to do this? So what is it that happened in your life to make you want to do this? And they, they were either they got fucked up themselves mm -hmm. or they had done it to somebody else and it changed like who they were. Right. And um, so deep pain and suffering though. Most times. Right. Yeah. And so I think exploring that and saying, Hey, how can I make a change? How can I not even make a full blown fucking change? How can I just adjust myself, my personality, my behavior to not cause so much fucking harm? But that's, that's beside the point. Like, so finding meaning in life. I, me, I'm a fucking social worker slash gamer slash whatever, bro. Put it in there. Veteran, whatever. Yeah. And so I think, like, me personally, I believe my purpose is to help people. Like, yeah. And that's why I'm in the field I am. Like, I that's fucking check the receipts, bro. I've been through all sorts of shit. Yeah. But. I became a social worker for the money, so. Yeah. <laughs> so lucrative. Not. Yeah. And so, I mean, but now more on a macro scale, right? Yeah. Like, what is it to find? And this is just based off my opinion being a African-American in the, the U.S., right? Like, someone else who is in Ghana. Okay. Ghana. Ghana. They're, they're going to say, what is the purpose of life, right? Like, or rather, what would their answer be to what is the purpose of life? Uh, it may be assuming, different. Assuming they're like... Are they tribal level or are they like... Doesn't matter. Okay. Probably more survival based. Whatever it is, it may be different than my answer. Yeah. And so that's what I think is super important um, because if we're talking about a macro level, like everyone can have their own belief on what they think the meaning of life is, right? Yeah. Or to whatever extent they believe it is. Um, my personal, I believe we are to... Um, we're here to sustain the earth uh because fucking if we don't have the earth we die like that's we don't get another planet yeah. um we're here to maintain ourselves well, i mean if you're mormon you get another planet but i mean that's that's like way later though bro like that's way after everybody I mean, dies like it's still a planet uh <clears throat> what, what would you call your planet what would i call my planet I don't even know. Godzilla. Uh, that's what I'd call mine. You would call your planet Godzilla? I Yes, because I made it. I would call my planet Poily. Okay. P-O-I-L-Y. Why? I have no fucking idea. It was a word that I made up the other day, and I'm like, okay, we have a word now. There you go. So, um, yeah, that would be the name of the planet for whatever reason. Nice. Um, to maintain ourselves, right? So, in the extent that... We are being productive. We are being um, helpful. We are being, we we are, you know, keeping society afloat. We are keeping people alive, you know. Um, we are maintaining our mental health. We are, you know, <clears throat> engaging in, you know, things that will help us. Whatever. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then third one, to develop, right? To develop one's self, to develop technology, to develop ways to maintain and better the earth that we're on because we don't get another one yeah um and that's what i believe it is like on a macro level like that's what i believe humanity's you know 
the purpose is. Yeah. Because if we if we subscribe to the notion that it's just to spread one religion or if it's just to, you know, believe in one particular amendment yeah. or if it's like it, it's it's so surface level. It's so I, I I can't. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm going to spin the globe backwards a bit in this discussion and go back to like the beginning of like, I guess, earth life for just microorganisms, you know, hmm. and like how it evolved slowly over time, you know, to become multiple organisms working together. And eventually, you know, it became a fish that could breathe on air or breathe air, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, like the evolution and how eventually they developed like brains big enough to kind of like to think more abstractly, you know, but that's like so few species and it has taken like billions of years, you know, um, it's just kind of interesting. Like we we're I don't, we can't talk to other species about this, but we are some of the first to kind of like we were talking about the other day to think abstractly about the why and like all those kind of things. Like up until this point, like it's all been about survival for whatever, you know, I don't know if it was homo sapiens specifically their first ones to feel that way. It might've been other humans, but uh, I mean, I feel like there's always been like a, a natural curiosity within animals, right? To like, why does this work? How does this happen? Right? Like, it, like monkeys. If I fucking take this fucking massive coconut and slam it on a rock, I'm able to break it open. Yeah. I figure that out somehow. Great. Cool. But when we ask, like, if we're saying like, why is there existence? Like, why is there? The, then yeah, that definitely humans. We fucking we and got that. Maybe one. the closest one is like elephants who have some memory that mm. they, you know, and maybe some like dolphins or orcas or something like right. the, maybe very rare. Like we are, are, we're rare, you know? And so like when people start talking about all these things, you know, like getting a mortgage or like whatever it is, you know, these abstract concepts, I just laugh because it's like, we just developed these, you know, like the dinosaurs, they didn't have any concept of, interest or mm-hmm. any con you know like oh the economy the economy you know <laughs> yeah. like they ate they shat and they bred and that's all they did yeah and so and then and some and, humans do that still but right and so from that aspect the purpose of life is to reproduce i would imagine right yeah to continue your bloodline yeah i, I guess so like what i'm saying is that like the purpose it's every other species would not know like not, doesn't care, you know, that we know of what I'm saying. Hmm. We're like unique in that th- there, we think that there is a purpose, you know, I don't know if there is based on just the fact that like, what I believe is that this all happened by chance. Sure. And so I don't know what purpose, like I'm not saying there's no purpose of life. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but I'm saying that there's not an absolute Okay, and so like our brains have evolved to think of this, mm-hmm. and so I've I've thought about this as well. And yeah. so, what if there is no purpose? What if there is nothing? What if we are all just here? That's right? what I'm saying. And so, great. And so, I've like I said, I thought it through. And so, if that is the case, then everyone is distracting themselves with their phones. They're distracting themselves with. You know, just ridiculous bullshit. Like, whatever it is, just dumb shit. And so, 
if there is no purpose for us being here other than to continue to reproduce, mm-hmm. then I believe we have, as humans, an obligation to those that we reproduce to maintain what's happening. Like, at the very least, because I'm sure, like, no one wants everyone to die. And I, disregard. I'm sure there's some people who do. I was going to say. I, I, <laughs> so, I mean, like. I, on, I could tell you a few, but. I mean, like, um, on the, in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, if there is no purpose, then there's truly nothing stopping everyone right now, right this millisecond from killing each other right now. Everyone all around the world. There's nothing, nothing stopping. There, actually, there is. Um, our brains. A program to, to be em- empathetic, okay, to not hurt people, right? And so, if that be the case, because we're social creatures, I think what I'm saying is that you're what you're saying is the brain is telling us not to kill everyone, so the brain is telling because us because it's telling it for a reason, yes, exactly, which is evolution part of our evolution, right? So, there's a reason for being here. Our brain is telling us there's self preservation, I need to stay alive for whatever reason, for whatever says, reason. I need to stay alive. So I would say the purpose of life is also self-preservation in that sense. Sure. Okay. Um, but I, what I'm saying is that there is no purpose. Like, Okay. There is no purpose could, to life. None like whatsoever. not inherently, you know? Okay. Like I think we, we, have to make our, we have to make our purpose and hopefully that doesn't hurt other people. Okay. I, I, can, I can see that. Because um, so. I, I, like I said, I grew up being told – everything to believe until I was like my twenties that there was one specific purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And once I changed that belief, I had nothing like it was like turning off the light in a room Mm -hmm. and then having to turn it back on. So I had to find my purpose. Right. And I feel like that's the story for many people. Um, I too was, you know, raised in Christian Baptist home, um, and in a Mormon state. So, there was that uh, juxtaposition. But then either way I looked at it, if I'm not of a faith, then I'm going to be damned. I'm going to go to hell. Whatever. Um, and so if that be the case, right, of all the people who have turned away from the faith but are still doing wonderful things for the earth and are not being cynical, ridiculous, like disrespectful to other people's faith, like what of them, Right. What is their meaning? Like, are, are they okay? Like, are they going to be, because that person walked away from what you believe God to be, but still hold, you know, whatever other belief that they have in mm-hmm. existence, yeah. like, what of their souls, right? But people don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable conversation for some people. It is. I remember switching, like, losing or letting go of things I used to believe. And just kind of holding on to that last piece. And then when I let myself fall or float or whatever, you know, when I let go, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, life just got a lot better. You know, when I let go of like wanting to find specific meaning in that quest for, you know, results, that quest for prosperity or whatever, you know. Okay. And so do you still maintain the belief that? There is no meaning of life. There's no purpose. Or is it self-preservation is the purpose? No, no. Basically, I'm not saying that that is the purpose. Like, that is one purpose. Mm. I'm saying that I I genuinely don't know if our purpose 
like the one the, the things we create i don't know if that's generally like the purpose you know hmm. so i i would say i don't know okay um i would say and this is one of the main reasons why i say what i say um our purpose is to help others or you know our purpose is to be there for others is <clears throat> even in nature um you see animals mentoring each other you see animals parenting each other you see animals saying hey let's go this way to make sure we stay away from threat yeah so we can continue to survive so we can continue to thrive whatever self-preservation um, self-preservation right and so even in that moment of self-preservation there were some many 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 animals who have different sounds and signals right like uh -huh. some saying hey food come here or like hey threat look out and in that vein they're mentoring or at the very least teaching the younger ones, hey, this is what this sound sounds like. And to your peers, to your other, you know, animal neighbors, hey, this shit's going on. We need to figure out a fucking plan. But again, could be wrong. Um But like I know biologically what the purpose to life is, that's self preservation, reproduction. Mm -hmm. But we're the first like we're the first species to think of like the Dow Jones stock market. <laughs> oh my god. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless yeah. there's, unless there's like an underground one somewhere, you know, like the worms have one or something. I think we're the first ones to think of Dow Jones stock market, to think of the Chicago Cubs, to think of, you know, those kind of things. Right. So, um, it's kind of, we're kind of cursed that in some sense, um, with knowledge, mm -hmm. Absolutely. just like the, the theme from Christianity. That's something that I think is knowledge is a heavy thing to have. Mm -hmm. And we have that. You yep. know, I think that our brains naturally searching for something. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Definitely our mental health impacts how long we live. And our instinct is to live as long as possible. So I think maybe part of our purpose in life is to navigate those um, just the mental, mental blocks ment me mentally, like, you know, to find out how to prosper that way and to thrive. I think that's our our brain's purpose and our desire that keeps us around longer is the desire to find happiness and thrive. Sure. I mean, I can see that. The happier you are, the longer you tend to live. Mm -hmm. I think, right, like if we're talking about needing to thrive and wanting to continue to prosper, right, like that's more, that's again along the vein of the self-preservation, right? So how do we deal with that existential dread? Many different ways. Um, Such as? Um, therapy. Get therapy. Um, I always tell people, get therapy if you can. Some people... And honestly, there's... I came to a point where I'm like... I felt almost powerless, right? Like, there's nothing that I, as a small person, will be able to do on the grand scheme of things against companies who literally have miles worth of equipment in other countries, let alone fucking what they have here in the U.S., right? Yeah. Like, like I'm saying, I don't think a gang of crows or monkeys could ever come up with, you know, international trade markets. So that's pretty unique to humanity. Mm -hmm. Is so I say, yeah. if that's something you're struggling with, um, find something that's the number one top ichiban most important freaking issue and i don't even want to say work to dismantle it but figure out more about it right like figure out why it works the way it does how does it work how can we 
can we affect it? Can yeah. we, you know, do exposés? Can we go and vote at Congress or during our, you know, um, local um, local government meetings, whatever? Like, can we let our voices be heard about these particular issues that are going down? And if, you know, ever so many people like all the people in the freaking city are discussing it, I feel like that might be something to, you know, start gaining some traction. Yeah. And, and if not, then fucking just fucking play video games and hope it hope other people who are more who have more power will do something about it and that's the that's almost a harder thing right it's kind of depressing right it's like hoping that someone else with more power will be able to do something about it while seeing everyone in power not doing shit about it. i feel called out because that's what I do. <laughs> no, I mean, fucking, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Or if not video games, you know, like Etsy or freaking TikTok or whatever. Whatever, like they, whatever you got to do. We distract ourselves. And so yeah. now we're, we're back to if there is no purpose of life, we're just distracting ourselves until we die. And so yeah. what well, can... Well, I, I don't... So you're saying I'm saying that. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm just I'm, I'm not saying you believe yeah. that. I'm just saying like that was okay. a point that you had made was what if there is no... Or there yeah. was a point where... So if that be the case, then maybe get involved in doing something while we're still fucking here because yeah you know if we are going to die i mean we are as humanity it's likely gonna happen well have you ever watched doctor who no okay fantastic show um i mean i've seen a couple episodes but it's sci-fi it's pretty good um they talk about a lot of times they address the end of humanity Mm -hmm. you know and they address like years after human beings have died out like because he's He's a alien who's um, lived many lives, like just reincarnations or whatever. So anyway, they address these things and like they watch the last human die out hmm. like while they're on a expedition. Interesting. And so like he was so callous to it too. And his traveling partner who's human was um, just like distraught and was asking him, how could you like just watch – the last human being die. And it was, it put it in perspective for me that there's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's, it's a reality. Yep. And some people have entrenched themselves, you know, and their beliefs are based on the fact that human beings will never die. Like the afterlife is what I'm specifically talking about. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's just interesting to put us in perspective because the dinosaurs never thought about this. You know, of course, we've never at least we've never found like their last living will and testament, you know, kind of thing. And we never found evidence that the dinosaurs, you know, we never did went to church. They might have gone to dinosaur church. Have, they might have gone to dinosaur Dino- church. That should be a what, show. What would they teach at dinosaur church? Bro, all sorts of shit. Like so, someone put it in a sitcom, put it on Disney. I don't give yes. a fuck. You can have that for free. Dinosaur church. Dinosaur I will church. watch. I'll be a faithful listener. I'll help you write that show. Um. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. You know, like we're the first sentient beings that we know of mm-hmm. to feel this way. And it sucks. It, su- it it sucks, right? I don't know. Like I'm at a point in my life, like, I, and again, I have a I have a weird perspective on reality, dude. Like, yeah, I'd operate from, or rather, I used to operate from the notion that there is no good, there is no bad, there is no it's pretty uh, nothing. That we are all here. Like people help, people hurt. This is just what people do. Um, Like nature, fucking all sorts of... I don't even want to go into what I'm going to... Like I would have to put several trigger warnings. So I'm just not even going to say what happens in nature because y'all already know. And so 
like I I used to be really really cynical bleak, really I was depressed bro like it, it I don't even want to say like depressed it was more like void like it was just like looked at everything and just like analyzed what was going on around me and you know humanity and shit and I'm like <sighs> so that's not you now though I mean now I have to find purpose bro because if I don't then I'm back there so how did you get to there how did I get to that like, point yeah uh, seeing everything that happened around me, uh, personal life experiences, other people's stories, mm-hmm. family drama, fucking yeah. watching the great massive capitalist society, like, and and not to say there's anything wrong with capitalism, but like well, watching is, but. watching the effects of people become ultra homeless, um, mm-hmm. strung out on drugs, not having anything that they can do, or fucking the places that are supposed to be helping them aren't helping them and yeah. they don't have the money to help them but they got a fucking 7-Eleven on every other corner so uh-huh. um so how did you how did you sway towards that versus apathy how did I sway towards being concerned being versus apathy to those things cause honestly I, dude like having siblings and my family's story and then everyone else's story like I felt if this is the way that the world is going to be and this is the way that the world is, then that fucking sucks. And I literally, I remember having a moment where I was like, and it was weird. It didn't need to necessarily be like a dichotomy type decision, but I was like, I'm either going to fucking commit my life to terrible things or I'm going to commit my life to not terrible things. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, like I had that fucking moment and I was like, well, I don't know, dude. Like I, I can't in good con or i can't in my conscience continue to contribute to the fucking downfall of society dude like yeah. we have so many people hurting right now like my my brothers and sisters are hurting right now dude like how can i help like what can i do like that was that was the moment for me and i was like all right well fucking i know that i can't and i knew that i felt limited yeah like i i, I can't literally change the world and make it a utopia but i can try i can try to you know affect the people that are close to me in whatever way that i can and that was that was it for me wow i'm glad that you swayed towards that not the other <laughs> yo this, bro this I would s- be a different podcast I s- you. bro i swear to god i swear to god i literally had that moment and so now that i i also believe in like the multiverse theory and like there is a world where i'd had that moment and i'm like fuck it bro we're going, we're going Bundy, Knife's Dahmer, edge. Gacy. We're going like Jesus. fucking, we're, we're going ham, bro. We're going Jesus. ham bones. Jesus H. But, Christ. I mean, there, I mean, there's a world that exists that I did that, but in this world, I didn't do that. I chose to be a social worker. That's I chose to good. care about people. Okay. So what would, what would opposite world Tony be doing right now? He'd probably be murdering people in prison with their own bones. I was just saying, I was going to be saying partying with whores, but that's... No, he would be murdering people murdering in people. prison okay. with their own bones. With their own bones. Okay. Yes. I feel like we need to write a comic book about this. <laughs> Maybe one of our listeners who's like an animator or draw, you know, like, or can do like graphic yeah. design, something like that. That would be pretty cool. Be pretty Yo, we could make that a freaking like a logo. Yeah. It'd be sick. Yo, Chris. Hey, Chris, I want to tag you in this. Chris, yeah. I instead want you of, to do that, bro. Instead of Tony, it's Boney. <laughs> No, that, no, it'll be Tony, and okay. he will be fucking. He will be killing you with your own bones, bro. Wow, 
Um, but yo, hey, hey, Chris, I'm gonna tag you, bro. You get on it. I'm gonna pay you, bro. Get on it. I feel like opposite <laughs> world Adam. Who would he be? Opposite world Adam. I know exactly. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. I know exactly who you would be. Okay, tell me. You would be a pastor. You would be so devout in the faith that you would not allow what happened in the Catholic Church to continue happening in the you would be the person to change all that. You mean to suppress the Catholic Church's stuff? No. No, I mean you Oh, you, to change it from the inside. To change it from the inside, right? Like you would be the one to in, in the name of whatever is holy. I don't I'm not even sure what deity it would be, like whatever denomination you Weedus. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever denomination. Um Weedus. I don't know. What what do you think you'd be in your opposite Adam world? I would be Hindu. You'd be Hindu? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because my ancestors were Muslim and Buddhist. Hmm. So those were three rival religions in India. Hmm. Well, uh, there you go. Yeah. Where? So I would be Hindu. You would be Hindu. And I wonder, what would you be in another... Yo, I'm going to have this like as a question, right? Like as the community, like okay. what would you be in your opposite life? If you're actually a listener, if you're really down, answer this question. Let hit me know hit us good. up. Hit us up. So, yeah, that's an interesting thought exercise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I'm glad you. I got social worker Tony and not <laughs> murderer Tony. Yo, That's fucking cool. It's a public um, service, really. Yeah, seriously, seriously. So um, we're talking about. Oh, I was th- thinking as you were talking because this is from similar community to your family's history. But Clarence Thomas. Okay, hold on, hold on. Sorry, my man said. My family history and Clarence Thomas. No, Yo, no, you just, get that old Uncle Tom looking ass mother effer away from my family name, dog. Sorry. Put some respect edit, on my family name. No, we're good. Fucking leave yo, it in. Leave it in. Leave it in. That was a classic crispy, bro. It's a, I, I'm not really mad. It's fucking, it's fine. We're no, both black. Like, yeah. is, is that what it was? Yeah. I okay. wanted to say it more delicately. Like, <laughs> hey, you guys are both. Bro, you could just say. Cla- this man said my family lineage with justice. Clarence fucking Uncle Tom ass Thomas. What's going on with Joseph Thomas? Well, okay, now I can't back down from this because I already mentioned Bro, it. Bro, got to double down God now. Okay, I'll, I'll say it this way. He's who's also African-American. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the only thing y'all have in common. Great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not saying you guys are the same or whatever. Um, so his background was... I'd say more impoverished than your family's background. Sure. Um, Cause they lived like, even in the 1940s, they lived in like a shed basically. Mm-hmm. And he was bounced around from caregiver to caregiver, abusive situation until he landed with his grandpa who was very, so I'm listening to the show called behind the bastards. Mm-hmm. They talk about these kind of people. They're talking about his background and basically he was, he grew up like he went from really like just the poorest poor. Like he said that like black people didn't like him. Like mm-hmm. he was kind of an outcast among mm-hmm. his own people, you know, because right. they were kind of out in the woods living in a shack when everybody else had like homes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that level of poor. And then he bounced around. He hated his mom, you know, because he felt abandoned by her. Um, 
he ended up with his grandpa, um, who was very abusive, like super, like just beat him all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it made him like a really hard worker and never gave him any affection or anything. Mm-hmm. Like he would make him work in like the, I guess it was, what is it? Uh, the fields, you know, picking like these thorny things without any gloves, like on purpose, made him work without gloves ever. And those kind of things never have any fun, never allowed to like laugh or play or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So very like Spartan, you know, right. that, that mindset without any love. Mm-hmm. And so he grew up hating women and he grew up like really just like repressed and just, you know, and so he, he got sent to like a boarding school, a Catholic boarding school. Cause his grandpa, his grandpa's idea was that like, I'm not going to give you love or anything because mm-hmm. that doesn't exist, but I'll give you money. Cause his grandpa had some money cause he worked hard. And so he sent him to Catholic boarding school to get an education. And so he was born like, Right in the thick of the civil rights movement, basically, is when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. But he didn't see that. He was with other kids. Like, it was still mostly black school. But uh, basically, it was, you know, it was um, still very, like, rich, white atmosphere. Right. That kind of existence, that kind of growing up experience produced somebody who just is awful, you know, like, and that's what created him. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. I I can see that. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's shitty. Like it's a shitty existence. Like to have been raised in such the fashion, but I don't know, man, I feel like growing up that way would make you more empathetic towards people. Like, yeah, I'm saying that like there's different experiences. Like mm -hmm. you can go one way or the other. We were talking, okay. We were talking about when you said, that the knife's edge serial mm-hmm. killer thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. That's what brought that up for me. Like right. when you were talking about that, like you could go one way or the other. Some people go this way, some people go that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying Clarence Thomas went this way. Right. And I feel like everyone, every single person, ha- well, I, well, let me amend that. Yeah. I feel every conscious person who... <clears throat> takes the time to reflect and introspect yeah and realize what's going on has that moment and says okay what do i want to do here or unless they were already had that you know that uh that love instilled in them that security instilled in them and said well well i'm just gonna continue doing this or i'm just gonna continue doing that what what pushed you one way or the other because you know i've reached i've reached similar points where i felt okay, I'm either going to turn into like the worst person ever or turn this into compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. What pushed you towards empathy? Um, that's what, that's what we were. That's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. And, um, again, uh, my siblings, um, yeah. seeing, seeing how certain things happened <clears throat> made me wonder how I can help this situation. Like, as a younger individual, you know, I felt again powerless. Like, you know, I can't really do a whole lot. Um, but when I, you know, when I grow up, when I become an adult, right? Like, what can I do to help? How can I help? Um, 
and that was really what's like what steered me towards the empathetic path mm-hmm. um and then once i figured out like okay in order to do that i have to one learn all this shit that people are going through learn the names of these things learn that it's not only our family everybody going through this shit bro like, yeah and so uh um just learn that everyone has their own different types of trauma um and then i was like well fuck that's uh I mean, I, I knew that at the time, but it wasn't just like, it wasn't as prevalent as it was after receiving your formal education or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really what steered me. So I was like, what, what can I do? How can I help? Yeah. And credit to you for uh, choosing that, you know. Bless. Thank you. Versus becoming a total asshole and yeah. like and destroying so- other people's lives, you know, because I understand that trauma, what that does is like, it makes you angry. It definitely plants a seed. And what I think is unfortunate is there's many times you're unable to see exactly what that seed will turn into until the trauma has already manifested into whatever behaviors. Um, And that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's another thing about, you know, being, you know, having purpose, finding meaning. You know, like there's times where you're – stressed out or depressed or whatever Uh right but then you believe that your purpose is still to help to be there for other people and so or whatever it is that your purpose is to fucking to to build walls to fucking to to be part of the ecosystem to help bees like whatever that case may be like you can only do that to the extent that it doesn't harm you yeah. Because once you become harmed as you're trying to do this, like, so you're not getting enough sleep or you're uh-huh. <clears throat> being unhelpful or whatever, um, then you become more detrimental toward your, to your to the job or whatever the case, to your purpose and to you. Mm-hmm. So take that time for self-care, whatever that looks like. Yeah. So even if that is, you know, then we come back to just distracting ourselves with our technology, right? So yeah. if that is your self-care, then that works for you, then fucking yo, do that. Um, yeah. If your self-care is more intensive, you know, working out, going fucking gym, hiking, whatever, like, do that, you know? Yeah. So kind of, uh, like, doing self-care, you know, you mentioned distractions. Like, I didn't really get through all of where I was going with kind of my, it's kind of leading us towards what I think the real purpose of life is. You know? Oh, well then please. Yeah. So no, it's, um, so we're talking about how they're, we're the first species to ever wonder this question. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some other hominids did, but, um, they definitely did, but, um, we're the first, like whatever to feel this way, you know? And so, um, it must be for some reason, you know, like mm-hmm. evolutionary, we wouldn't have evolved, this way and maybe finding a purpose keeps us around longer like it gives us like more something to live for you know yeah sure absolutely maybe having like you know having those abstract thoughts maybe that was something meant to that that help us thrive Mm -hmm. you know Uh, sure absolutely i mean because if we just if we're stuck on you know be the biggest be the strongest be the fastest reproduce yeah like then it's immensely limiting to the potential of human, like yeah. human potential. So yeah, so I think you know we we evolved and evolved and evolved, and eventually I think we became to 
see that living longer involve like we live longer when we have more like abstract thinking, more sense of identity, mm-hmm. you know. So my I think the purpose of just our adulthood and just in general it varies like not there's no one template but i think it centers around the task of like finding the identity hmm. and We're... finding how to pass that identity on to others and you know the intimacy like having a partner helps you live longer right absolutely you know um most times we'll say <laughs> sometimes you get in with ge- someone evolutionarily who... in general okay well, yeah, yeah overall statistically in general yeah okay sure sure I understand and am the result of several of those kind of things. Um, so what? No, I was talking about like messy divorces and stuff. Like I was talking about marrying someone and they kill you immediately. Like that's you ain't living longer after that shit, bro. Like no, you were dying. Well, divorce the stress from divorce too. Well, yeah, but you're still alive. Potentially, most times. Well, yeah, potentially. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, um, back to it. so, yeah, I think, like, centering back to finding intimacy, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's something about that that helps us, into, having intimacy helps us live longer. Sure. So I think, you know, we've evolved that way to, and yeah, go ahead. I'll, I will double down on what I said earlier um, about. Du- quadruple down, motherfucker. Quadruple down on what I said earlier about even in nature when we have animals who are. Not even, again, not even a romantic relationship with this other animal that's, you know, in your pack, in your herd or whatever. This is your sibling. This is your, or if not your sibling, this is your your pack mate, whatever, right? And in order f- you increase your chance of living longer if this person beside you lives longer as well. Because yes. that way, if if I can help them stay alive, they can help me stay alive. And so that's where I feel mentoring is super or that's where i feel again you know what purpose is mentoring because it does help the the lifespan right yeah and so being intimate being close with someone who's again doesn't even need to be romantic can be romantic sometimes it's great if it is sometimes it's not sometimes it's just a really cool friend like or fuck buddy or or whatever bro (laughs) just saying just saying right and so there um, are some thank you fuck buddies we need you too you're champs (laughs) um so yeah, I you increase your chances of staying alive longer and if the people next to you are staying alive. As so well. evolutionarily, you know, like I was watching a show about Australia, mm-hmm. and that's an interesting experiment in history. Like just like when human beings like reached there versus what was there before, because it was like a thriving forest. Like it was not like a not like Oregon or Washington type forest, but it's like more of a California type forest. Mm. Um, and there were like mega species, like there was a sloth tiger. Um, like it was a sloth, like ancestors of sloth, but it was like a predator. That sounds terrifying. It was fucking terrifying. Wait, right? are they like super slow though? Or like- no, they were fast <laughs> as fuck, man. They were Yo. gigantic. They were like gigantic mm. kangaroos, gigantic, like, uh, armadillos, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, those kind of things. Just big everything. Oh, there's big-ass fucking lizards. Like, Bro, the spiders that are there now probably pale in comparison to the ones that were there before. I don't know about that. Like, I'm sure they were, but the lizards, too, like, they were gigantic. Like, they were, like, 60 feet long, the fossils. Like, that's scary, you know? That's terrifying. Hu- yeah. Human beings got there. 
somehow they drifted over there on a boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And within like a few thousand years, the species were all gone. Hmm. And so like, um, basically like, it's interesting. The species, like they wiped them out and because they were just had so many like needs, like they needed to cut down like vegetation and stuff like that. They needed built. So it destroyed all like the habitat. Hmm. And so we are as humans, like we evolved because we're not like, and this is what the show was saying that we're not like physically we're tiny, you know, pink things like to, compared to like those, like that's why we were able to wipe out those creatures compared to an alligator. You are not gigantic fucking, alligators too. gigantic alligator. Like imagine yeah. an alligator, whatever alligator you're imagining right now and giant snakes. Whatever alligator you're imagining right now, multiply that shit by seven. Yeah. And then try to fist fight that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to win. You're not going to win. So, yeah, that was the kind of what they're up against. And so they're like, we're, we're physically, we're puny. Mm. You know, like you go up against an orangutan, it will fuck you up. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? They don't even know bodybuilding techniques. They do not. They don't need to. They're just like that, you know? They're just like that. But we, our brains, our, the miracle that we have is that our brains, Evolved to make tools. Because mm, we are intelligent. That yes, is, and that's, that's how we survived. Mm-hmm. And that's how we were able to sneak up on like the like the monstrous like Australian animals as they didn't expect it. Because mm, we were just pink. these kind of little pink things running towards them. Like they're like, what the fuck? I don't know. Well, hold on. I don't know if the Aboriginal people in Australia were pink. True, maybe, maybe true. pink on the inside, but sure, they were probably dark as fuck. Maybe, yeah, because it is hot in Australia, bro. That's true. It is. That's it just is what the series said. Right. Okay. Pink things. Great. Like, yeah. Even like I've never seen it. Uh, I've never seen them naked before, so I, I would assume like, but I assume that they have like some pale component, you know, like just their skin compared to sure. other animals, you know. So we pale. Don't, we don't have fur. Palish. Yeah. Yeah. Pink. Not pink, but like, yeah. Fleshy. Fleshy. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't threatened by it, you know? Mm-hmm. We're like fucking mosquitoes. Yeah. Floating around here. And they're but like, it's, it's they didn't know here. about fire. Mm. That we could just smoke them out for days and months. For days. They didn't months. know that we would like figure out how to eat their vegetation and chop up their land that they used. You know, so that's why they, they, um, yeah, they wiped them out. And so it's just interesting that, yeah. And now we see what we're doing today. Still wiping out massive fucking forest lands, eating their vegetation, taking the, I mean, in effect, taking them out by taking their land and their fucking shelters. Because I don't know about you, but I've usually... If I go up against a shark in the wild, I'm not going to win. Yo, I'm fucking the shark up, bro. I tell you what, I'm stabbing that motherfucker in both of his eyes. I don't even get, I don't even care. What if it's the size of a bus? I'm getting one of his eyes, bro. I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck, bro. Look, look, a shark can try to get my ass and it probably will. That's fine. It'll be like that goldfish neck. Bro, but it won't go out without, bro. I'm not going out without a fight, dog. I'm telling you, I might scream. I'll be like, (gasps) but then I'm like, fucking probably shit your pants, man. As I'm gouging his fucking eyeballs out. Yeah. 
I'm going to yeah. be shitting my pants because then he's going to be someone else's neck because he's not going to see it coming, little bitch. And that'll be because of me. Yeah, I don't know. Bitch about ass that. shark. I think he'd, fuck that shark, bro. I think he would fuck you up, but fuck that shark. Because you're Air Force, not the Navy. Bro, like, look, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. We plan for everything, dog. <laughs> glad you, don't even worry about it. Don't even stress it. So what I was saying, like, so, but we take their food, mm-hmm. you know, we change the temperature of their water. So that's how we evolved is to change things and use tools. Right. So. By having intellect, by specking into, in- yo, so I watched this shit called Tear Zoo on YouTube, bro. This shit is so good. It is so good. Yeah. Like one of the things that they talk about are different types of animals and different, um, different specializations that particular animals have like intellect versus, you know, defense versus mobility versus stealth versus health versus, you know, yeah. this, 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 like a, or just multiplying the fuck out of their species. That's not one of the tiers, but yes, something Rats. like that. Like there, there's some people who have like special skills, like some yeah. animals. I, I want to show you, I'm going to show you after the fucking podcast. Okay. Right? I'll, I'll show you. It's, just, it's fucking crispy, bro. It's yeah. so good. And humans are on that list too. Oh, yeah. And we specced into intelligence. And yeah. we, bro, I, I'll show, I got you. All right, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we in a fucking building. Yeah. And so I think, so we evolved, you know, to to impact our environment, to, that's another need that we have is to, because we're so weak vulnerably, like we're vulnerable, you know, physically mm-hmm. compared to like other animals, we evolved to outthink them. For sure, and we so, had to. Yeah, we had to. So that's one thing is we seek like to create safe shelter and provide for our physical needs. This is getting into more Maslow, you mm-hmm. know, like the hierarchy of needs. But like right, right. at the top, we have like the psychological needs. We evolved to kind of fulfill those. Right. So I think that's part of it too is fulfilling your psychological needs. I agree. Yeah. So how do you fill your – sorry. How do you fill those needs, man? I mean – I don't, I don't know. Just like fucking being observant in the things that happen in my life. Yeah. Really. Just being observant and being engaged with them. Um, unless it's something that requires me to not be engaged with it. That I'm like, for my psychological health, I need to not be engaged with this thought. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 kind of difficult. Yeah. What What would you say your needs are, though? Like psychologically? Yeah. Yeah. To not be depressed, not be depressed. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I, I don't know, I to have like psychologically or intellectually stimulating content or something, or like <clears throat> if not psychologically or intellectually stimulating, like truthfully, bro. I know I say this a lot, but gaming and yeah. I play Apex Legends. The movement mechanics in that game ridiculous. Um, like in freaking Smash Bros, but that's beside the point. Um, finding something that, you know, like that engages you on the level that you're actively using your brain to do something. Yeah. Right. Instead of just always watching a show or watching fucking scrolling through or whatever, like engaging with something that forces your brain to do something in order to be effective. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I like studying languages. Yeah. There you go. That's a good way to do it. That helps me keep my just yeah mentally healthy you mm-hmm. know gives oh, me sure. some meaning um yeah i think 
yeah, there's psychological needs like that. There's intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, and some of my needs are probably, yeah, intimacy, um, probably, yeah, like the creative side, having a purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big thing that I'm trying to avoid feeling is anxiety. Okay. So I don't really get depressed. I get more anxious, and then I get depressed when I'm anxious for too long, like with OCD mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Which I have. So. So how do you fight being anxious, or rather, how do you? It's a battle. How do you manage it, rather? I don't well, want to I say have, fight. I have a whole arsenal of uh, therapeutic techniques. Sick. That I've been taught by therapists, but also that I use as a therapist, and so. I'm pretty good, resilient that way. Good shit. So, but yeah, other needs I have or, yeah, probably I like being entertained. Like I like watching shows that make you think that have good acting and mm-hmm. of an interesting time. Like, right, right. Like Peaky Blinders. Um, so I like, I like that. I like having my mind stimulated by art. So I watch okay. Studio Ghibli a lot. Great. And I also play video games for that, too. That's cool. Because, like, Elden Ring is, like, one of the most beautiful games. I heard the game Stray, like that new cat game. Uh-huh. Shattered Elden Ring in forms of, uh, like, what, like the score, like the critics, whatever. Yeah. Shattered them. But Fuck I, the critics. Fuck the critics. I kind of want to play that game now. Like, the, the cat Fuck game. Fuck the critics. I want to play it. Fuck the critics. I mean, what if, what if it's, like, IGN? That's uh, fuck them. Yo, wow. Take yeah, that to the, the jazz bank. motherfuckers putting Yo. putting that ahead of my Elden Ring. Oh, my God. Take it to the bank. No. He said, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Let's go. Fuck IGN. I fuck them all. Yo, hold on. Wait, IGN's ill. But that's besides the point. Yo, uh, um. I don't care if they sponsor us. Get, I don't care up. if they sponsor us. <laughs> okay. Word. So, so yeah, I have, I have some of those aspects, like huge video gamer. Mm-hmm. you know kind of to distract myself but also to relax like i think we're losing like in this conversation you know we're kind of underrating the the healing that relaxing has you know sure i think I, part of our purpose too like is to be able to relax so that we can live longer mm-hmm. you know and i mean that's i feel like at this point if that's not been made clear by anything I say during self-care. Yeah. Then if that's not been made clear, let me make it clear right fucking now. Yeah. Um, relaxation is important. Bro. Yeah. Like, don't be fucking stressed out all the time. Don't be tensed up and doing your fucking hobbies all the time. Can be important sometimes. Yeah. Like, and back to the whole, we're distracting ourselves to not die. This like, is why I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> it's kind of to distract myself from the fact that we're hurling through space at whatever million miles an hour. Or thousands of miles an hour. And trying not to die. Trying not to die. It's like we're on, it's like if you took a worm and put it on an apple and just shot it across your neighborhood with a slingshot. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. That one would be like, where the fuck exactly. am I right now? There's some trauma there. So that's how I feel. Um, but yeah, like there definitely is value in distracting yourself sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Um, not too much, you know? But it, it has its purposes. So absolutely, definitely, like, we're not, like, talking down on people that like to read. or That's another one of my things. I like to read. I just, well, more like Yo, listen to books. Read. But, listen like, to books. Feed my mind. Like, Do it. You I fucking... just finished Wuthering Heights. Um, Fantastic. 
fantastic. I'm working on some other period pieces. You, you know, do you like to sleep? To fuck, yo, you want to take a nap? Do that shit. If that is self care yeah, for you, I do love that ta- shit. I love Absolutely. taking. A nap. I'm gonna take a nap after this. Yo, if if your self care is fucking revving up your truck. Do that shit. I mean, not around not me. Around like, me. Not, 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 not around me. Not like me. Not in Go my out face. The desert. But like, yeah, you know, like do that shit, bro. Go out to Bluffdale. That's there a good you go. Place to go. Or wherever. Utah. Fucking yo, you want to? If you like Coca Cola, drink a little bit. Yes. Don't don't drink too much now. Like, no, don't you, drink too. You much. might hurt yourself. Yeah. So like, I think so. One of our other purposes. They're not sponsoring us yet. I I don't no. know. It would be pretty ill if they did. Yo, also don't fucking sue us, bro. Come on. Don't We're not even either. using your product right now. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. So anyway, um, I think that's another purpose is to learn how to soothe ourselves hmm. and to be resilient. And that's part of our kind of learning, like living longer, surviving. A self-soothing process. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's another thing that we're here to learn, mm-hmm. you know, I and mean, yeah. I feel like that starts in infancy. It does. Absolutely. Yeah, um, Every, everything starts in infancy. Like infants, they pick up so much that we don't mm-hmm. even know about yet. They pick up a lot that we don't give them credit for. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like, like we're discovering, like continually discovering more that they pick up on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good shit. Basically what I was saying is that like our purpose, you know, like just how we evolved, I think. Yeah, definitely do, to do self care, to do things that to build a society. Like mm-hmm. we're social creatures; we live longer when we're around others. Right. Know? So I think that's what we evolved to do. No, so I, I think that's another purpose that we have. Yeah, I mean to continue to move on, to thrive. And so when you say like society, like which society? What type of society are you wanting? Um, I think to have. Well, I think we're all programmed genetically that way as a species because we're still the same species, you know. So we all have. That doesn't answer my question. I'm going to answer your question. What kind of society? I'm I'm answering your question. I'm saying that it applies to all types of societies, regardless of where it is, because we're all the same species. We all have the same like. We're programmed genetically. Would you like an anarchistic society? How about communistic? What about like full-blown theocratic society all over the globe? How's about everyone just do their own thing all over the globe? I, I don't feel you were understanding my question, sir. No, I'm, under, I'm understanding your question. I'm just answering it in a roundabout way. Stop. I'm a direct person. No, you're, you're my gakusei. I'm your sensei. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm the sensei. In which aspect? Right now. <laughs> Bro, look. I am the sensei because I'm asking you a question. No, The I, question is, I which the, society <laughs> are you wanting here? I am the sensei because you think that you're asking the question, but I'm getting you to ask me the question. So it's a teach I am by literally experience. asking you a question. Because I'm letting you. Because I want you to. Anyway, um, I'm saying that those are at the roots of just genetically are are how we're programmed to be. But also there's other factors involved that change that, you know. But 
in our heart of hearts, I'd say, like genetically programmed to have families and be in family units is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And to thrive that way. So that could be warped by war and political manipulation, you know? But even those dictators most of the time have families and children. And they're trying, at some point, trying to nurture them in a warped, paternalistic, kind of just terrible way. But you know what I'm saying? So you're saying you want a society that's main mission, main focus is to protect the family? I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying that that's at the core of most societies, just because how primates we are programmed. Okay. Societal. You know. So that's at the core of it. But then there's other things that warp it. So not all societies are the same, obviously, because you just listed a bunch of different types of societies, like political governments. But at the core... We're programmed to be in family units. You know, I feel like you still didn't answer my question, but it's okay. I, I will accept that answer. Remind me of your question again. I won't, because I am the sensei, and well, I'm done you asking you questions. I'm, I'm done asking questions. Okay. I didn't answer your question because I wanted you to ask me further. That's the gokusei. Okay, what is gokusei again? Student. Oh, great. So I'm sensei. Fantastic. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm definitely like, sensei. Bro, so look, bro, you are sensei in most all things. You are, you are sensei in all things Japanese. Yes, that's what we're talking about. No. Right now we're talking about society. I feel, though, that like... Literally... Go ahead. Go I ahead. feel, though, you know, I am the sensei in some ways. In some ways? Well, because you have your fucking master's degree and you're a goddamn therapist? Exactly. <laughs> and so here's the thing. What are you... What is your... your your focus in therapy, like as a therapist. Well, I'm a children and family therapist. Okay, children and family therapist. Yes. Great. So you are a sensei in children and family therapy. Thank you. Yes. I'm not asking you about anything regarding children and family. I mean, I guess I technically am regarding society, but I mean, like as a whole, right? Like as a macro. Like let's say the the entire world lives under one. And this is again, this is a hypothetical question, dude. Like, I'm not. This isn't yeah. like full blown, you know, idealistic utopian type shit. Just hypothetically. Under all of the different types of society that you're aware of, which one would you find the most ideal? And that's a very wise question from Magakse. Thank you. I'm literally about to fucking turn off this podcast right now. <laughs> I quit. I'm fucking done. Um, just the benevolent one that's focused on those things. Focus on children and family? Not necessarily just family, but like building more intimacy. Hmm. And empathy. Are you not for war? Is are there people that are? Or absolutely, there's people for war. What? What the fuck, bro? You did you? I not know there are people. I I definitely know that. I just don't interact on a daily basis with people that want war. You would be surprised in how many people shadow want war. Okay. I'm not saying that you know I'm for war. I'm just like, okay. Just I, I I mean curiosity. I, I know where we live, but um, yeah. I mean, sure. I'm not for war. I'll, I'll put it that way. How about war, that? Great. No, no, fantastic. Thank you, Coxie. I appreciate you. Yo, so now, cool. now that you're done yeah. answering all my goddamn questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Purpose of life. To give people shit. Uh, that can, that's some people's purpose in life, I think. Yep. Um, my brother, Dustin. 
That's his purpose? That's his purpose. <laughs> like, to give people shit, bro. All right, all right. Got to have him on one day. I'll take it. Um, yeah, my purpose, I think, probably similar to yours, like make the world a better place to live for other people and use my skills to kind of do that, you yeah. know, as, as a human being, as a social worker, as just whatever. Word. Um, so I think that's my purpose, too. I feel that. Eventually, to have a family and to teach the next generation, mm. you know, to be better. So, yo, there was a there was a time where I was like, I didn't think I was going to have a child yet, and I was like, even if I don't in your married life or in my married life, okay. And so, um, I was like, even if I don't have a child, like these kids that I'm working with, like I can still influence them, or like at the yeah. very least, I can still help them try to make sense of this world. Yeah. To whatever extent I can. And I think that's a big mindset to have is not everybody has children and not everybody finds a partner mm-hmm. like at this stage. And if that is you, like so far, that's me. Um, it's all good. It's okay. Like still be out there, still be making friends, still yeah. be kind and polite, you know, just because you're just because your world doesn't fit the mold, you know, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you, you need to become bitter. Everyone's journey is different. Yeah. Don't even stress it. Tony's had a bunch of, not a bunch, but he's he's in a relationship. You know, I'm not. Well, I had a bunch of what? If you <laughs> compared guys compared to me, compared to me, if you guys can see me. my face right now, okay, compared <laughs> to you, okay. I'm not calling you like. I'm not calling. No, you just a, go ahead and say it now. Yeah, I'm not calling you a man whore. Oh, he's calling me a slut. No, I'm not. Yo, he's slut shaming me. I'm saying compared to me. Compared to you, I'm a slut for sure. I've had for sure. I won't tell you my numbers because I don't want to. Um, like I said, compa- for sure. Compared I'm, to you, compared to you, I'm a slut for sure. So that could be five. That could be whatever number it is. But whatever <laughs> number it is, I don't know what number that is. So and you'll never know. I will never know because there's only one relationship that matters. The one that I have right with now with me. Wow, with my <laughs> wife, mother, mother Yar. <laughs> Man, fucking find your purpose, bro. Like, yeah, don't become bitter because do what you love to do, and then. Again, you know, this whole cliche, someone's going to find you, you know, see yeah. you. Do. Fuck them. And, yo, and if not, wow, uh, wait. Like, not, like, not, <laughs> I, like, wait. they can fuck off. But. No, I mean, the, the, okay, like, uh, the person who's going to see you doing what you do and appreciate and love you for who you are, like, that that's the person I was referencing, and my man says, fuck them. Well, and so in, in that case. Fuck them, fuck them, literally, I, like, fuck them. I mean, if they're up for that, I mean. Usually they are. But you got to ask first. Please do. Please get consent. Don't tell them that the right. Don't don't, don't bring my name into this. Like right. I didn't say not to. Right. But if there's someone who's not supporting you, fuck them. Fuck them. It's all right, bro. Because they haven't put in the time that you have. They haven't put in the knowledge base. That They're not you're... willing to pay the full price for the ticket to ride. <sighs> Inside jokes. <laughs> but they haven't. They haven't been you. Not a single person walking this earth has been you. No one has. Yeah. Besides you. Yes. So be the best you that you can be. Yes. On some Dr. Seuss type shit. Yes. Let's go. Yes. As long as that's not hurting other people. For sure. Like Like, if the best you is Ted Bundy, then don't be that person. But please. Yeah. So I think we're wrapping up here. Um, Obviously, if you need help, get help. Uh, Call the suicide hotline. It changed recently, didn't it? I heard I heard that they Nine, did change it or something eight, like this. Eight. I don't know. I might have to check into it. But also, yo, if you do have any other questions, hit us up. Yes. Only yesterday76 at gmail.com. 
Um, so if you or anyone you know struggling, y'all know the outro shit. I'm going to hit y'all with the outro on the regular episodes. Okay. All right. We out. Bye. Okay. Bye.